0: Two, at long last, we're at the combine. It is March second. This is the PFA forecast, and we are joined by one of our favorites. And I say that, and I want to emphasize that because apparently, apparently, your podcast co-host Kevin Clark, his feelings
1: are hurt a little bit. But it's okay. We're going to say it. You know, Nora is one of our favorites. Yeah, and and to pay homage to him, you're wearing a sport coat. (laughs) George of the ringer. We all should have done it. Everybody <laughs> God,
2: should have worn a, a jacket. Yes.
1: yes. so George, so we were at the JW, George shows up because he, he was gone until today, and he goes, jacket, huh? I'm like, yep, there's a reason. That, and this is the reason? <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. He didn't even tell me. <laughs> gonna- well, it's better for you to get it. That's true. You know,
2: Can I do a little test? We're going to see if Kevin is actually a, a loyal listener for you okay, guys. Okay, right. I have better jacket game than Kevin Clark. Wow. I'm sorry.
0: I'm glad someone's finally come out. And he has
2: good jacket game. I'm just saying, like, if if we were to go toe-to-toe...
1: Is, he, is it because he's lost a step? Like, if we had a jacket no, no. What's, game what's, combine, What are, the, what are it... the different facets of it,
0: right? So, like, number of jackets, quality. Like, where do you beat him out?
2: So, I think we're probably pretty even on quality. Okay. But I think I emphasize the jacket in the outfit to a greater to greater effect because here's the thing i wear a lot of black like almost every day almost all the time and i have with me a a bright pink coat yeah that's great and that's a favorite trick of mine right Is like you just go straight down the middle all neutral easy capsule wardrobe can switch everything out really really easily and then top gotta bring the
0: focus
1: to the jacket
2: big jacket
0: kind of like what you've done here
1: yeah apparently except the opposite (laughs) all the acid wash first and then the 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 jacket I mean
0: look my my college roommate called he wants his
1: jeans and shirt back
2: this is you are doing double acid wash I
1: am and look is I call it a mathematician's exemption I get to I get to (laughs) I'm smart so I dress like a moron and you can't say anything
0: about it (laughs) <laughs> we, meanwhile we're over here trying to get a jacket to stand out so you
2: i would know, argue Succeeder.
0: i would argue that as well and i think you bring up a good point because kevin i've seen i've seen a couple of jackets multiple times ooh,
2: ooh. you know no now, I, I i gotta be honest i don't know if that's a
0: bad thing because i yeah. remember them yeah but i will say this i don't think i agree with you i think you do a better job of making them stand out I have yet to notice one of your jackets twice.
2: Oh, well, you weren't here yesterday. I did wear this jacket yesterday. Oh, you did did double pink? I, Lizzie McGuire, am an outfit repeater. I really just wanted to throw the gauntlet down. I'm Um, going to be honest. Kevin has good jacket game, but, you know.
1: By the way, speaking of Lizzie McGuire, (laughs) Hillary Duff. As we always are. So I tweeted this out the other day. You guys, neither of you have watched this, I can almost guarantee. But How I Met Your Father is the worst television show I've ever seen in my entire life. I've watched it with my wife and I worked we're committing we've committed to the show and and like now we just watch it. And you, your so sunk cost. Yeah. Now we're just watching it to see how bad it can get because uh. there is no way out of this. This is the this is the like Lovey Smith era Houston Texans of television shows. There isn't a path to success for the show. and and it's sad for like such a i mean a beloved figure yeah yeah, 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 exactly what what is
2: wrong with it like is it just do the jokes fall flat is it formulaic
1: so when how i met your father or how i met your mother came out there wasn't like tinder there wasn't like the internet was less you know internet dating wasn't like a thing Thing, like so like the whole thing was like very you know back then and it was sort of like charming now like she said like her first like statement of the whole show is like i've been on 78 tinder dates this year and it's like okay this is not this is like this is bad content and so and it's just everything on top of everything is just so like and modern but in like the corniest dumbest way and and then the the characters don't just play it like ted mosby was like a very good character for you know for josh radnauer for that actual position where like none of these people fit into that role i mean it's hard to watch i gotta be honest
0: with you it's all your fault you I, turned on a show called How I Met Your Father. There's a sequel to How I Met Your Mother, and you expected to be good. I didn't. And that's no, no on you. that's
1: not it. That's not no. That's I did not expect it to be good. There are so I many it to shows be out adequate. there. That's what you. That's what yeah. you chose.
0: I okay. So we were going to say this till the end, but I just got to get we're it out We're just of the doing way. it. We usually do Bachelorette Talk. I think this season of The Bachelor is the worst I have ever seen. It's not even remotely close. I don't even know. I'm just guessing because I don't remember. Is The Bachelor's name Chad? Is that what it is? Because <laughs> It's Clayton. That's same, it's Clayton, same but I will thing. say,
2: everybody in my life calls him Colton.
0: Oh. That's because act- he
2: has the same sort of, like, okay, football player on The Bachelor. I'm going to go ahead and say going. this.
0: Colton, that is a dis- that is so mean to Colton. Colton has a real personality.
2: But that's what makes it good. <laughs> the, the Bachelor is at its best. When the lead contestant is a human thumb with broad shoulders. Okay. Because then, like, it's, it's not about the lead. He's not supposed to do anything. He is just supposed to be a blank canvas that a cast of women go wild for and behave irresponsibly in front of.
0: Okay. so and the, I would argue
2: that is taking place. I,
0: I would agree. I just don't find any of them remotely compelling. And I think he loves problem. Rachel.
2: I think he t- Now, full disclosure: it is what is it, March second. I am two episodes behind, um, and
0: that's twice as many episodes as I've been able to watch yeah. total all okay, the way through. so You
2: haven't even. I have. Hey, I've
0: committed. I've committed to trying. I can't finish the episodes. They're so boring. But here's what I did: <laughs> I've made a pivot.
2: Okay. The
0: best reality show out there right now is Joe Millionaire.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say Love Is Blind.
0: That one's good. This on my to-do list. Joe Millionaire is actually what The Bachelor should be. So
2: Joe Millionaire is the one where, like, one guy yes. doesn't have money and the other one is one a millionaire. One is a millionaire.
0: One isn't. The girls don't know. <laughs>
2: it stresses me out so the much. The girls
0: do not know. Okay? <laughs> and they date both men at the same time. And it is... Do they try? Do they, is, I don't even know what network it's yeah. on. But The Bachelor should be worried, <laughs>
1: yeah, okay? Yeah,
0: yeah. Because this show is band. actually compelling. So, so and the guys are compelling, and the girls are more compelling. And The, the Bachelor has been struggling with quality for, for the contestants for a I while. I mean, they
1: got, and like, th- they got to render four years ago. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is going to be
2: dry <laughs> soon. Like, come on. Can I just say, <laughs> I, I don't know him. I don't know Mike. I felt so proud when that happened. <laughs> I just felt proud. It's a of the, huge win the the for the whole community. It's <laughs> yeah. it just like, our boy's going to go out there and he's going he's gonna to give it
1: his all. it was four years ago. Like, the, 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 the well has been dry for a while.
0: I, all I have to say is Joe Millionaire is what So, okay, wait, I to.
2: have a question, though. Do you feel like you know which is which?
1: Oh, you know. They, so
2: you know as the audience, they yes. reveal it to you. Oh, and interesting. This,
1: so, so here's the question I have. are the contestants is are they trying to find out or are they trying to like this is another layer right
0: because if as a as one of the women you're kind of you're good with either because here's the dirty little secret the guy that isn't a millionaire now could be after the show so like you don't care so the girls on there are very like you know careful not to be like yeah i i want to
1: find the richer one are there two contestants or are there more Oh, there's, there's many girls. There's many. Okay, two, two guys. Two guys. Gotcha, gotcha, Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. How,
2: How do they structure the episodes? Are they all sort of like just milling about?
0: There's, there's a house. The guys are actually good friends, which makes it even more Ooh. interesting. And um, they do like, the, one of the interesting things is they can have the girls choose guys as well because there are two. So whereas like the bachelor or the bachelorette's always one way and yeah. all of the girls are enamored. Here, you start to see, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which way am I going to go? So, uh, everyone should make a pivot.
1: Okay. Is I'm, what I'm I, saying. I put it
0: in my... It's, it's just like this. I'll bring it back to football. It's just like this. It's way more interesting to talk about a quarterback battle than it is just to talk about Ben Roethlisberger running
1: it back another year. Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
2: Well, on that, we can all agree. Yeah,
1: speaking of, by the way. <laughs> so, we're at this... We're at the Combine. It, this thing's a spectacle. Like, there's just so much... Like, we get here yesterday... And Evan Neal is like what minus two fifty or so to be the first overall yeah. pick, and then walk around aimlessly, mi- minding on our own business. And now Akeem Kwanu, it's Akeem Maquano. Iqu- yeah, it's it's we season. We should just let him pronounce the name. Yeah, now. like Tagovailoa. Yeah, yeah. It's Kwanu season, and now he's like three to one, four to one to be the first pick. There's some steam there. Like th- this whole this whole thing is kind of funny to me, right? We're getting information that that is tangentially important to this entire process and yet the lights are on here. I, my takeaway from that and my takeaway for the whole combine
0: is that everyone's here trying to pretend the best they can out of all the group that they know something and no one knows anything.
2: Well, and and the funny thing is that at the beginning like truly no one knows anything. I think part of that is that probably all those guys are, are going through these meetings right now. Neil may be a guard. Like, it, there might be a lot of teams who are going like, eh, I don't know about it. Yeah. Whereas Icky, I think, is is pretty universally going to mm-hmm. be looked at as a tackle. So there are these, like, kernels of uh, you find out real information about how teams view these guys and it mm-hmm. matters. But then there's all this, like, first of all, on Monday, they haven't had any of those meetings. So everyone's just full of shit.
0: Right. Everyone's just, yes. like, glad making
2: stuff up. And maybe that'll end up being true. And maybe it won't. Maybe those guys' reps are going to meet with a bajillion teams and they're going to be like, no, we have this thought about this player. I, I was talking to an agent the other day who was like, the craziest thing happened to me. It, it, he had a player who um, he kind of realized starting to talk to people he was underselling. He was like, oh, yeah, I think he's got a place in the league. Yeah. And then people started talking to him being like, no, oh, yeah, like, well, we think he can start. Oh, yeah. But he has to, like, backtrack and be like, yeah, I mean, really solid player, yeah. I think, like the general consensus is that he's an NFL starter, like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so it's just all like, even the people who are in the know are not in the know, at least at the beginning. And I think the blessing and the curse of it is that by the end of the week, in some ways, you know a lot more than, than you did when you started. But it's also, there's this like consensus building thing where people like agents, they're starting to hear those things in meetings and then they're taking them back to right. other teams. And then those other teams are
0: like, Oh, well, if that team thought this,
2: then we now think that we... and it's just this total <laughs> I, there's a groupthink element to it too. And then it's just, okay, I want to I want to throw something at it at you guys. Um, because in addition to all the meetings and the information, it's just sort of a it's just a networking convention. Yeah, yeah. It's like yes. the football's it's football's annual convention. Um, I saw something yesterday that really shocked me. Here for it. Which is that I was walking back um, to Radio Row at around 6 o'clock p.m. Mm -hmm. And I walk past the steakhouse Prime 47. And I see Bob Lamont, agent to the highest level coaches and executives, probably controls 20% of -hmm. head coaches and, and GMs around the league. I see him with like 10 of his heaviest hitter clients sitting down, to order massive steaks at Prime 47 at 6 o'clock in the evening. Too early. It's too oh. early.
0: <laughs> oh That's no. It's dinner time. Oh no. We're gonna go to battle for the second time today.
2: That is not dinner time. That is maybe dinner time if you are at home. That is not a prime dinner reservation.
1: No, it's not. And at six it's six Eastern, too. Right?
2: No, well so six like,
1: central is Yeah, but like what I'm saying is seven Eastern. Yeah, but it no we're in we're in Eastern time zone right now. Oh we are? Yeah yeah. yeah. I was in Chicago yesterday, so I'm yeah, yeah, totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so but, that's fair. But is it does it have something to do with their testing? Like they're eating early, getting like a couple hours, go to sleep. But his clients are not
2: Yeah, I don't players. think they're doing that. I don't think they have to do that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't think oh, that, so the you, coaches no, they're coaches... Exa- like oh, yeah, so they're
1: coaches, not they're, players, not players. Okay. okay.
0: So never mind. One of my tenants of life. Okay is that the early dinner is one of the smartest things you can do for yourself. Wow. Wow. I seek out. You know what time I ate dinner last night in Chicago? 515. It was George. amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was the greatest thing. I was so productive after dinner. Unbelievable. I seek out the five to six reservation. And it's the other, the best thing about it is you can actually find them at good restaurants. Right. Now, yep. prime 47, not bad. That. So that's not an excuse. But especially if you're going to eat something that's that bad for you, do it early. I forgot. So you I f- have
2: time to digest. And yes. now there, there's a logic to that. Here's where, here's where I differ eating dinner early at home, I think, is, can be nice, okay. can be very nice. If you're going out, a prime dinner reservation is 8 p.m. So you're I, I, prime not as in prime 47. Yeah. So prime you're admitting in, that
0: you just go out to dinner to be seen by other people and you care to
2: be in the atmosphere you to just, get the vibes. Yeah. You're there for the vibes. See,
1: like, but that's I think that that's where we kind of like the, the disconnect. Also,
0: always there for the vibes.
1: The, the, yeah, today as in basketball, this morning in basketball, no boards, just vibes. <laughs> um, but the so the difference between you, I think George is it's the utility of the meal, and for you it's.
2: It's, it's like, an experience, but it's, he... also, it's also being able to have a full day beforehand.
1: Yeah. So
0: you can't have a full day by 5 p.m.? No! What time yeah. do you wake up? Seven. Okay, well, that's our difference. If you adjust for time waking up, we eat
2: dinner at the same time. When do you wake up at like 5 in the morning? 4.45. Oh, my God. No. Absolutely. Okay. Don't act like that's normal. Uh, how what? else?
1: I, is that not a normal thing? No! 4.45 is a little early. I think seven is probably median at this point among grinders, you know? I mean,
0: (laughs) by no means is it indicative of how hard you work because you can be a night
1: person. I happen to
0: find that if I try to get anything done where I like concentrate on anything, I have to do it early in the morning.
2: So yeah, I'm with you. I have in the past been a 6 a.m. wake up person. Part of this is that I work for a company that's based on the West Coast. True. So sometimes if I'm definitely going to be on until like 8 p.m.,
1: yeah, I right. like
2: to have those hours in the morning that where nobody's sense. talking to me, nobody's bothering me, but uh, seven o'clock is, is usually. See,
1: I, I like I, George did come back and say, you know, he was very uh, inclusive of time because I'm more <laughs> of a sleep in until the kids leave for school and then stay up well past the oh, time yeah, where they go to them bed. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Stay up well past the time they go to bed. That's right. That's where I get my most energy when they fall asleep at eight 30 then I work until like midnight, but then I'm not up at 4:45 like George's. The 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 6 p.m. dinner, you shaming someone for being progressive
0: and, and being forward thinking. I don't even th- I don't
1: even think it's that though. I I do agree with what Nora's saying in the sense of, I think what it's the point is is he's getting his work out of the way. So that he can go back. So he's gonna go somewhere. He's gonna whatever. You know, uh, high velocity, all that stuff. He's gonna do all this fun stuff. And he's gonna come.
2: Lamont has been inside high velocity <laughs> in a decade. And then he's gonna high come velocity. back to prime
1: and get some real work done at like eleven. Yeah, right? it- like he's getting, he's getting his, he's getting his, he's knocking out his to do list at six. Which is like make my clients happy. Yeah. Then he's then he's like I let's start the real day. So I post. will say this,
0: I do have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. So I went to dinner last night, as I said at five fifteen. And I went with um it was like a work dinner. Now at a work dinner I'm very conscious, you don't want to like eat more or less you know, the other person you kind of, you know, pattern match.
2: You're not you're not alphaing people with like a twenty four ounce steak?
0: Well, especially when I'm not paying, it's like you know,
2: sure, whatever,
0: sure. but you also are cognizant of other people's time, yep. Okay, and and this person happened to have a meeting with Australia at like 7 30 p.m. The country so the of whole, Australia, the whole, the whole. all of them, well, someone in Australia, yeah, yeah, sorry. So, but here's what I did so I ate, okay, I ate, we had a couple appetizers and I had a burger and fries. The loyalist in Chicago, very good burger, not the best I ever had, very good. I ate another dinner after. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two dinners, when you got uh, a lot of meetings, total respect. Like, I hadn't eaten all day. Yeah.
0: So I had – I had literally had appetizer, main course, once. And then 30 minutes later, I had appetizer, yeah. main course, and dessert. Right. Unbelievable.
1: Great. Right. And George is one of it. those that doesn't, like, scarf down, like, a salad for – like, you, like, actually eat, like, the courses. I had real yeah, – yeah, yeah. yeah. Both <laughs> both of those. That's, so that's, that's the impressive. downside
0: of the really early yeah, dinner that's impressive. is it allows for – for my
1: also at 4:45 you just should, should, will be extremely hungry. Yes,
0: I'm like, starving. <laughs> um
1: okay, speaking of starving. <laughs> uh transition. I, I am mean, going to feed my life, family. This with is a life this is a lifestyle podcast. I don't yeah, when
0: yeah. we bring Nora on, yeah. it's not it's about the I haters are
1: the haters are just seething at this point. The really YouTube really commentary. want to know the numbers <laughs> the on YouTube this podcast. The YouTube commenters are losing their yeah. minds. Right we, I, I think we said the country Ukraine in the last podcast, and we got a bunch of like no politics. Like I don't even think we like mentioned anything. Like we didn't even say Putin's name. Everybody's like no politics, please. I'm like, Fuck, we can't even mention. Well, now we're fucked. As you said the name. Again. Uh, we are. Should we, are. we talk about Roman Abramovich? Uh, well, speaking of speaking <laughs> of of Hungary, let's feed our families the on these on these draft props here. Okay. Okay. okay let's You're do right. it. Okay. I'm ready. I want your opinion, George Nora. Yes. Over, under, 4.29 seconds. Fastest 40-yard dash.
2: I'll let you go first. Oh, I'm going under.
1: Who, who, do, do you know who, or are you just saying, laws of average, I, so that's, some that's guy's going to bust based on,
2: like, like, just better, faster, stronger. You know? hmm Who do we think um, Memphis receiver really fast?
0: Antonio Gibson. <laughs> Unhelpful.
2: Unhelpful.
0: I, I am going under as well. I didn't even think of the – Better, faster, stronger, in large part, because I think this draft class kind of stinks. Go get the PFF NFL draft guide so you can find out which one stinks the least. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> I think that the Combine, because it is an event, is so incentivized to have someone run really fast. Like, remember, speaking of JW Marriott, remember where they had John Ross up there
1: for, like, yes. three years? And it was yes. like, I hate to break this to
0: you guys. John Ross which was neither. Which was a bigger
1: <laughs> eyesore, though? John Ross here or Sterling Shepard at the Super Bowl? Nora,
2: no comment. I okay, don't want to be
1: okay, mean.
2: Okay. 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 <laughs> Wait, can I, can I? I just want to bring this up. Alan Robinson comes to the combine every year. Yeah, he does. And I can't figure out why he
1: came. He went to the Super Bowl the year we were. Yeah, out. Yeah. remember that? Yeah, he was. He in just Miami. he just loves. He's just a vibe guy. He's
2: just guy. always here.
0: <laughs> Uh, I mean, every single right, year. Right now, he's just looking for a team that loves well, him. Right, and so that's, that's the
2: thing is that he's always, like, potentially available. So it's kind yeah, of like maybe yeah. there's a reason. But every single year, I drag my butt to Indianapolis. And at some point, I'm walking through the Marriott or wherever. Is that Allen Robinson? He's also – it's,
1: it's weird, but he's also, like, he's not – he's not, like, 6'5", 220. He's, like, you know, he's – for, for a football he's wide receiver a- – big guy yeah but like he blends in more than a football wide receiver sometimes sure like, i agree when we yeah, saw him yeah. in miami he had some
0: very skinny jeans on yeah him, and i was like i'm not sure if this
1: guy's a hipster or if he's an nfl wide receiver okay we're going under okay. Are you going under too I, I just bet under um okay here's another one i like because, Whoa, wait, wait,
2: wait should we settle on like is it calvin austin like who's the who's gonna do it
1: that's a good question I, this is not on there calvin the wide receiver from memphis yeah that's what i was thinking yeah. okay what about Wandale Robinson? I just like saying Wandale Robinson. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Looking at the... So, ob-
0: obviously, James...
1: James Williams not running. James Williams would have been one of the people you would have thought yes. could have done it. He's not running.
2: He's not going to run.
1: Um, Let's look at the... Well, okay. No, I actually like this prop more because I think it's going to come... It actually comes to a head here with what we're talking about. <laughs> Position of the player... With the fastest 40-yard dash. Cornerback is minus 140, so that's the favorite. Wide receiver is plus 140. Running back is plus, like, basically four to one. What do we think there? So, cornerback is actually the favorite, depending upon the book you w- And I was going to say corner, too,
0: because I think the wide receiver class not necessarily as fast.
1: What do we think?
2: I was going to say wide receiver because I've spent a lot more time on the – Ringer NFL draft guide I mean, looking at the receivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no one should listen to me, is what I'm saying.
0: We're going to cut that part out, by the way. TFS NFL draft guide. Oh, excuse 25% me. Off. I actually just no. try to sneak Promo in a little Danny in. Kelly reference. Promo code forecast. Friend of ours, Daniel Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, because, because like, Drake London's not going to run that fast. He's 6'5. He's a big guy. That's, right. That's coming up, by the
1: way. I'm just previewing. Oh, oh.
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. Garrett Wilson
1: isn't like that fast. Uh huh. Um, Good separator, but not fast. Jamison Williams hurt. Chris Olave Chris Ola- is not that fast. Traylon Burks might be a player who kind of goes DK Metcalf on this draft, on this on this combine. Yeah, That's but he's, the not, he's not
0: running 4 Yeah.
1: Okay, let's keep going. Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Sky Moore is interesting, but I don't think he's that fast. Yeah, Jahan Dotson I think is more quick than fast. Love that. You like that? I do like that. I've been that. here. Okay. I do, and then and then Jalen Tolbert is more of a bigger guy. I'm not even gonna lie. I think George Pickens, not just because he has a good first name, like could have
0: the fastest. Okay,
1: so so here's and this is how much these things have moved. So I bet Drake London over 4.53 seconds in the 40. I got him at uh, minus 120. It is now minus 200. So people think that Drake London is slow. They think he's he's heading for ouch. He's if he, heading I mean, for if he
0: four runs six. a 4-6, you might as well just turn him into a tight end right now.
1: Oh, well, it's weird, right? Because, like, I don't know if he can be, like, when you look at some of our data, he has, like, kind of bad separation numbers. Like, he has great contested catches numbers. Yeah. You know, a what lot you, of the um, people that watch him like him. But, you know, if you if you pair bad separation numbers with a bad 40, what did Mike Evans run? That's a great question. Can we look that up? Yeah. But Mike Evans is sort of a singular guy. Right. right? I agree. Um Talk to us more about the wide receiver since you started watching.
2: Um, this is not. We we got to get Danny Kelly for this. I, I'm so, cur- I'm more curious. I can regurgitate like which, Danny
0: Kelly's draft guide. Which one? Guy. Which one could be
1: a bachelorette?
2: Contestant.
0: Oh, ooh. That's what I really want. So,
1: so this is how funny these book these books are. Mike Evans, forty at the combine, was four five three. The price for London. Oh,
0: interesting. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. And people think you're just going to be way slower. I don't remember – I mean, Mike Evans, when he did run a 4-5-3, if I remember correctly,
1: it didn't – I mean, he obviously still went in the first round, but, like – I know what Nora's asking, and I'll answer right now. He had a 25 in his wonder <laughs> Is that, Are there draft props on that? <laughs> well, they can't – They legal, not legally it's not well, part so of the – It's, it's
2: quote-unquote over, yeah. even though. Right.
1: Yeah, so that that's a good one. Um, a few other ones, I, I kind of – this one, you know, kind of near and dear to PFF's hearts. Aiden Hutchinson, over under 36 and a half bench reps. Oh,
2: wow. I'm going over because I'm totally in the bag for Aiden Hutchinson. Are you? Yes, just like completely.
1: Uh, uh, reasons?
2: I, I think he seems like a nice guy. Oh, God.
1: He's like that stocky Michigan yeah. blood, you know?
2: I know Love. some of his people. I'm not yeah. even going to lie. Oh, I j- no. I've just decided to be in the background. By the way, I time. mean,
1: we
0: are as a company, like we're doing a pod, uh, a, not a podcast, a, a podcast series with him. A, pod- pod- U- a podumentary. Podumentary. A podumentary. It's called Hutch. <laughs> it's coming out uh, a couple weeks before the draft. It's yeah. going to be really hot. Um, the cool thing about him is that he has a, a legit personality. Yes, that he I agree. Wants, like he wants to, people to appreciate his personality, which I think is great
2: i i relate to it deeply
0: whether now it would really be sad if like he's doing that because he's not going to be that great in the nfl and like he just needs to prepare for when he's
1: going to have his own podcast look i decided to be funny because i realized i wasn't that good at math
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's the pink jacket compensating for (laughs) everything everything Please tune in and we talk about our
1: biggest insecurities. Okay, here's the last one. It's just like
2: if- a deep need for attention. Like, look yeah. at me. It's yeah. like a parrot.
1: This one we can only speculate yeah. now because this is Schrodinger's bet at this point. Okay. Malik Willis, 40-yard dash, 4.48. He, of course, is not testing anymore. He's just yeah, throwing. Yeah. Do we think he would have gone over or under this?
2: How big is he? 6'2",
0: like, 215.
1: Yeah, he's not like Dante not like... Culpepper yeah. big, even though there's a, the comparison is sort of there with it smaller school well, kind I'll of Well, I'll tell you what, he's for sure going under that at his pro day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I bet under, I, I, you know, I figured that, I, I like, Justin Fields is sort of like a similarly, I mean, actually he's a little bit bigger. Yeah, Justin Fields is bigger. Yeah. yeah. But he ran like a 4-4 four, four flat, right? Yeah, but Justin Fields is like yeah. fast,
2: yeah.
1: But like, Malik Willis is, I don't Malik Willis kind of like, to me, it's as a as a runner was always like a combination of like vince young and dante culpepper to me like a, he's got the he's got certainly got the agility but he also just like runs dudes over the way Culpepper yeah. used to do you know so um interesting stuff there. would you ta- would you take willis what's his uh line right now
0: to go first
1: oh yeah so right now with the quarterbacks kenny pickett is the favorite at plus 120. um so it's like a, like a 45 percent break oh, yeah. even um Malik Willis is second at plus one hundred and fifty, so about a forty percent break even. So those are the two. If you look at the market, they're saying about eighty percent of the time, in the, if you simulate the universe a million times, you are getting you are getting either Pickett or Willis first.
2: What's the what does the market think about how many are going in the first round?
1: We talked about this on the last show. There's not, uh, there is not there doesn't here to be a line, line, but I'd love to hear yours.
2: It's pre- four, right? Oh, Really? Yeah. So, so what do you guys think? I, I said two and a half.
1: I said three and a half.
2: What's Give me the list.
0: I think that Pickett and Willis will go in the first round.
2: And then? Oh, now, wow. Now, in fairness. You, 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 let's, let's get some in, real.
0: Now, in fairness, I also bet. I haven't bet on any of them to go, those two to go first. I've bet on Ritter 40 to 1. Okay. To be the first quarterback. The first take, okay. quarterback okay. taken.
1: Just okay. as like a point of like um, orders of magnitude. Willis and Pickett on betonline.ag are 40 to 1 to go first overall. So like that, they're, so they're still sort of in the hunt. That's like two percent or something. But then, um, so I actually I put it at three and a half, just because I I think like you look at the teams that are sort of in that back half. Of the first Detroit Lions are at thirty two. Mm-hmm. Like they could, they're not taking a quarterback at two, but they could take one at thirty two, right? Yeah. yeah. And,
2: and or they can they can trade it too to so just some team that wants the fifth year option. Or the four? Well, wait, can I have the odds? I'm, I'm uh, curious. About yes. This.
1: Let me let me let me bring up. Because Pickett's hands are This is are a very shady very offshore site. <laughs> the, really...
0: the thing that he's
1: compensating <laughs> for are his
0: very small hands, which means which means that he's going to scare yeah, but teams But Joe
2: Burrow went to the Super Bowl. We're done with that now.
0: Joe Burrow. We don't care about the hands anymore. If you we don't, don't care about Joe either. Burrow and Kenny Pickett in the same sentence, <laughs> So you get your I'm credential. You, That's I'm how you lose you. your credential. We don't care so, about the hands so anymore. We're so, done with
2: small hands. So, if you go
0: to Prime Forty Seven at six p.m. and tell people that they're the same player, you get in trouble. So, so
1: this goes. It goes. The field at seven to two is the third most likely, which I think is egregious. Um, Sam Howell at six to one, Matt Corral at ten to one, and then you have my guy, Desmond Ritter at forty to one, Carson Strong at eighty to one.
2: I see. I think anybody but but Strong, I can I would just so not be shocked yeah, if yeah. some team talks himself. And even Carson. Strong And it yeah. happens every single right. year.
1: Carson Strong is kind of EJ Manuel to me too, like this big. Thing that wasn't that good in college and just kind of throws. Well, I guess
0: so. Maybe the the leak here is that there are teams that that need quarterbacks that are in that back half of the draft. It's not just the shitty teams that need quarterbacks this year. Yeah, Yeah, that's so. Like it's it's weird in the way that this draft order is constructed to like
1: help this class get quarterbacks. Yeah, because because you look like even think of this. This is kind of sneaky. So let's start in the back half of the first round. So you you have Detroit at thirty two. Certainly could use one. It's Cincinnati, Kansas City, no, twenty nine. Miami has the Niners pick. Miami could take a quarterback there, like Tua. My Tua. Dad, poor Tua. <laughs> yeah, I know he strains all the time, but he That's could get true. Green Bay. We don't know about Rodgers. I don't think if I don't think they're going to take God, him there. Can you imagine if they take <laughs> a quarterback? Tampa Bay at twenty seven. That's a where's Brady? Right, yeah. Brady's gone. Tennessee with Tannehill on his last year. That's another one. Buffalo, obviously no. Dallas, Arizona. I mean, probably Stop. not. They're gonna get that thing figured out. <laughs> By
2: the way, I, 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 that contract, the,
1: the, those <laughs> extensions.
2: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We need to explain what Eric just did. Just started his sentence and then looked up over his shoulder. <laughs> who were you like, The police well, so, might have been chasing him or something. Who were
1: going to be there? I just, I was making sure. Did you sure. think
2: like Steve Kimer? <laughs> maybe not
1: him, but maybe you know. A, but like I also have a loud voice, so it's a little bit rough. You know, they can hear oh, me hey, in Arizona. Cliff. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's it going? <laughs> but like, I, somebody explain to me those that contract extension, like I'm five. Those two.
2: Uh, Kyler?
1: No, no, no. Uh, Kyman. Oh,
2: oh, 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 oh. Through 2027. Oh, my I, kids are gonna no.
1: be in middle school, high school by then.
2: I yeah. My
1: my daughter's going to learn statistics by splitting Cliff Kingsbury's seasons into halves. I.
2: <laughs> this is bleak.
1: I so first off,
0: I think you're right, but my take on the reason that this happened because I, I saw this and I was like, "Wow, this is really interesting." And then you hear that Kyler's uh, agent is the same as Cliff's agent. Yeah, and it's got to be it's got to be the agent. I can't yeah. imagine that Cliff like had that disappointing, disaster at the end of the season called up his agent and was like yo buddy I need the bag Look, his agent was like hey Cliff we made the playoffs we gotta capitalize on this before you suck even more next dude, year dude the Eagles are I'm laughing at how in. bad
1: the Cardinals played in the playoffs I, I, that was one of the worst performances I've seen of a good team all year that was they had no shot in that game it was pathetic okay um, Vegas maybe New England no Pittsburgh maybe like, like that's I, and the crazy thing and George and I have studied this a lot in the drafts is the honest to God truth historically is that they don't go in the second half of the first round. Cause like yeah. post CBA, most of the guys that were taken and like, this is mostly Tyler's Browns doing this, but like all the guys taken from like 16 to 32 have been terrible. Brandon and Johnny Menzel, Brady Quinn, uh, you know, like, and, and yeah, the major. jersey. Yeah, back, the back uh,
2: half of the jersey. Pa-
1: Paxson Lynch, uh, Jordan Love. Like all like the quarterbacks taken in that group. We don't Lamar, know about Jordan Love. I think
2: now, we know. Okay? A Lamar
1: Jackson, bit about Love. Teddy Bridgewater were okay. Stop it. He looked great in a practice film. Yeah. No one. So, so and when you look at these markets, it, all, it like it was, you know, the Lamar Jackson draft, we were all talking to ourselves, maybe Mason Rudolph will make it, right? And the, the line was five and a half, and then Mason makes it to round three. Then in the um in 2019, it was Drew Locke, right? And everybody's like, oh, maybe Drew Locke will make it in. And then he sneaks into 40. And then, you know, tw- and then Jordan Love in 2020 actually made it. But then this year, after Mac Jones, right? Like, there wasn't, yeah, you know, and Jalen Hurts made it to round two in, in, in his draft and stuff. So the, it, it, is, it would be different if a lot of these guys went in the 19 to 32 range. But it's plausible for a lot of these teams to take one.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Let's do this to close out. We'll name a team who we think will be the quarterback for that team. How does that sound?
2: All right, let's let's do it.
0: Let's start with Indianapolis, since we're here. The great city of Indianapolis. So notice
1: they're not here on the first round. Great, great city of Indianapolis. Yeah, because their pick goes to Carson Wentz. Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Oh man, I, I actually guy. I actually that's think horrendous. they play it out with Wentz and.
2: So that's my that would be yeah, my yeah, second yeah.
1: option. I, just I don't. I, so,
2: months. like, clearly that building is split, right? And Reich is is more in on Carson than Ballard. I mean, the two of them were were at their podiums yesterday, and we're just like, we've got disagreement in the building, which is fine. Like, yeah, that's yeah. totally healthy. I, I am a little bit inclined to feel like that is ultimately a personnel choice, right? And if mm-hmm. the personnel decision maker is the no, and the coach is the yes, then I'm going to lean no. But. Frank Reich is probably one of the most high-profile people in the NFL who is high on Carson Wentz.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If the rest of the league is lower on Carson Wentz than Frank Reich, and they can't get anything solid in return, then maybe and that starts to move the needle. And that's like, why
1: I get worried because if you think about who could be traded, he's—I mean, if if it if it all came out and like everybody's quarterbacks were were able to be traded, where's Wentz? He's like eighth.
2: Well, but yes. and, and the other thing though is that like nobody's moving. Like, no, Rogers is probably staying. Kirk is probably staying. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo will get traded. Jimmy Garoppolo is like, Jimmy Garoppolo is the first domino. We need to like all start yes. living in the world where Jimmy Garoppolo is the first domino. I can't do it that to Jimmy. Is where we
0: live. I can't do it to Jimmy. It's just too painful for me to send him to Indianapolis.
2: God forsake Okay, game. but hold so... on. This is, I, God, these are the things I should not say on podcasts. But if Jimmy is like, if Jimmy's like a nine in San Francisco, Jimmy's like a 12 in Indianapolis. He's a
1: 75 here. The, the door. <laughs> but, is... but don't you think he could have some success
0: under That's, Reich here? I think he could, too. The the pop beat. We forget. <laughs>
2: Eric, first of all, thank you for just like blowing by that. <laughs> we forget. I watched my career disintegrate in front of my eyes. I mean,
0: all you spoke was the truth. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the, the, the sounds like a is. podcast name
2: <laughs> Just to, to, to quote Tina Fey and 30 Rock we're all models west of the Allegheny or whatever yes
0: Um but here's the thing for Jimmy We've, people are forgetting already that with half a shoulder and no thumb he beat Aaron Rodgers the MVP in the NFL
1: single hand single handedly
2: Aaron Rodgers great regular season Look, I'm a big
1: time fan of like I'm a big time fan of over big samples using a quarterback's win rate yeah i I won't even go too far for that kid. I
0: think so. Here's, I, I think you guys bring up really good points. The thing we should also remember is the um,
1: the Colts and the, the Niners. <laughs> thinking of the things he beat, that I've
2: brought up in the last five
1: minutes. He, <laughs> he, he beat Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the Colts, Aaron Rodgers. By he, himself. He handed with, the ball to Demo the on third on and seven. He put the team on his that back.
0: He put the team on his back. That was the
1: wokest run um, I've ever seen, though. He, he,
2: third uh, and seven.
0: The, the Colts and the Niners obviously have made trades in the past. I don't think we can overlook that, right? Like, yeah. Totally. Having gotten something done before matters. I will say this. I, I don't think there's any chance Wentz is back. I just – you cannot – he lost
2: to Jacksonville.
1: Fuck. But The, the thing is, he is did. Wentz – like, Wentz – this is the fucked up part about last season. Wentz exceeded expectations. He
2: totally did. And you know what? <laughs> their, defense, their defense collapsed almost as much as he did. Sure. That's fair.
1: Yeah, he, I'm he, going to say
0: Dark Horse, though, is Kirk Cousins. My hypothesis is this. If Frank and Carson Wentz got along – Frank and Kirk Cousins will get along yeah, no, really well.
2: The prayer
1: yeah. group will be lit. There's here's be a, the Kirk Bible Kirk study. He's gonna be the be.
2: quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings in 2040. No, but he, here's here's And my... he's gonna be making $80 million a yeah. year. Oh, God. He's gonna own the state of Minnesota. He's I, gonna so be the president Here, of the United States.
1: Here's my hypothesis, and I wanna I wanna hear another. Is <laughs> that the worst? If, okay. <laughs> if all of the
0: quarterbacks in the NFL Ugh. could become president of the United States, which would be the worst? I declined to answer this yeah, question. Yeah, that,
1: <laughs> Stay
0: out of politics.
1: So here's my thought, though. And again, like, I don't know. You're not gonna answer
0: the question either? No. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah,
1: yeah. Here, here's <laughs> Jimmy would be one of the best. Jimmy Jimmy could have made a country, and just, but he, he, would avoid, he would avoid criticism by just looking into our eyes.
2: Can I actually say this? Jimmy Garoppolo would be an incredible television president. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Well, so, I don't mean, so I don't Linsky, like, actual the
2: president yeah. on television. Jimmy Garoppolo could play the president of the yeah. United States. In a television in, in, show because we mistake charisma for ability like yes, it's just as a, the as a populace um, and Jimmy would crush that:
1: yeah we also and, and George w- with vis-a vis Jimmy mistakes ability for <laughs> charisma for sure um, so my issue my issue with uh, this is the last time I'll say it okay Queestiadolf flamesa represents a singular person in nfl history he's an analytics gm he's young he's a person of color he's like he he represents a very singular moment and people don't like outsiders and like to me this might be his only shot to be a gm and i i wonder if you spend 75 percent of your possible chance your one swing your one chance at the plate on kirk cousins making 40 million a year to me that just does not add up and, like, I'd, lo- I'd like to be the, able to think that that's... The flip side of that, though, is do you make your one swing on
0: pivoting from him? Because, like, Kirk Cousins is there is the sin of someone else. And does he want to stay... You know, he can kind of get away with, it my But this is a
1: good pivot point for them, right? Like, the league is quarterback starved. He's oh. at the last year of his deal. Now, if he lets him play through his contract, I'm perfectly fine with that. I get that. But an extension, to me, just seems like a a very, a a misunderstanding of what he's up against, right? Like think about like, and, and Chip, you know, owns a little bit of PFF and and we're big fans of his, but when he went to Philadelphia, he did everything different. He had, you know, them, them drinking shakes. They had the the heart monitors. They had everything. He ran an offense. It was different than everybody else. And everybody, anytime, I remember 2013, they played the chiefs on Thursday night and they did this weird swinging gate on, on, on a two point conversion. Everybody's like, see Chip Kelly, what he does, doesn't work in the NFL. And yeah. then he takes Nick Foles to ten and six, takes Mark Sanchez to ten and six, but the moment they went six and nine, they had like a moderately bad year, and yeah. he was fired before yeah. the season started. Like to me, outsiders in the NFL, again, this is an insular, right? This is a very like, you know, and and as much as he's been connected, he's been in the league longer than it, than all his youth implies. But again, I think I still think he represents an outsider that is is going to get less of a chance, unfortunately then he should. And, like, if I was in that position, I would not take such a low-ceiling gamble.
2: Yes, but they hired a coach ostensibly to work with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. The If you read Jaw the key leaves, it seems as though there's, there's an imperative to win nine games, which doesn't make anybody thrilled. You know, yeah. nobody's doing cartwheels over it's it. It's
1: the Minnesota Nice of records.
0: Also, Quezzy comes from San Francisco,
1: and Kyle Shanahan
2: thinks really, really highly highly of
1: Kirk Cousins. And he comes from and he comes from Cleveland, where Baker was kind of a shitty version of Kirk. And and who knows uh, what Stefanski thought
0: of Cousins? You know, Stefanski may have said, "Hey, Cousins is great."
1: Because was his OC. Yeah, Yeah, his best year with the Vikings. Let's
0: let's do rapid fire to close it out here. Um, Tampa Bay,
2: Kyle Trask. No, I'm just kidding. Winston, Jameis?
1: Yeah, I, I, you and I are the same. I'm page. going with Russell Wilson. Ooh. Yep, so wait,
2: hold on, hold on. Who is the money? quarterback of the, the Seahawks?
1: Uh, Desmond Ritter. Ooh. all
2: right. If Desmond I like Ritter
1: it. gets, if Desmond Ritter gets taken first quarterback overall, I'm going to Vegas. I think the Seahawks. I think I think Pete Carroll falls
0: in love with his personage, and the one of the picks he gets from Tampa Bay, he uh, pulls the trigger on yeah. Desmond Ritter. Okay. Um,
1: Here's a sneaky one. The Atlanta Falcons. Not they, right. they, yeah, they don't really have an yeah, out here, no, but right. I do think they draft somebody this year. I do okay. think they're they're in the running to draft somebody high. I agree. Uh, and my favorite one the Niners. God, you hate the Steelers. Tom Brady. Thank you. Just kidding, just kidding,
2: confirmed. just kidding. Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Yeah, Tom Brady is retired.
1: It, 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 it can't be anybody but Trey Lance. It's Trey Lance. <laughs> it's going to be Tom Brady. It should
2: have already been Trey Lance.
0: Uh, uh, thank you. Bonus, bonus, Denver Broncos.
2: Oh, gosh. Man, I really don't know. So the Broncos and the Panthers, I just, I, I think they've probably got a, no, Kirk is a Viking.
0: Yeah, no, it, it's interesting. There's not enough quarterbacks to go around. Yeah.
2: There's
0: going to be some very
1: interesting people playing quarterback. How How, how is there not enough quarterbacks to go around and Kirk staying in? Like, to me, that's like the, the quintessential. That's why all the answers by the those two men have been – Hey, you know, we're going to do what's best for us. He's going to do what's best for him. Hopefully, we can work together and make something work. Like, I think that yeah. th- it is but- butting up to be like a situation where he is actually going to be worth something and to a team, like a team like the Panthers. And the Panthers make Broncos, a big move. Steelers are another one we haven't mentioned, but like the Steelers are probably going to draft Malik Willis. Yeah. It sounds like I, that. I do think there's going to be a market for him because, A, and there's, here's the other sneaky one. If Rodgers goes back to Green Bay, you can no longer sort of fall backwards into oh the division's bad, right? We st- nine wins will be enough. Ten yeah, wins will be enough. Right? If Rogers comes back, you're still like the second team in that division, and
2: I, I just have... think I think they. I, it seems like Denver was hoping they would have a shot at Rogers, yes. and I just don't think that they, yeah, do. they do. And so that one, like that one, I have no yeah. no beat on whatsoever. And then Carolina, I think probably drafts someone, but that one I just have no yeah. like.
0: Yeah, I think I think Denver's, those are the
2: two that I find really confusing.
0: Denver's interesting. I could see Denver. It's weird because I don't really know what Hackett like. I think he probably also was like, yeah. "Hey, I'm bringing Aaron, Rogers Aaron. with me," you know? Like, and I mean, couldn't could be Jordan really nice to me? Ah!
1: Wow. Like I, I, the problem is, and this no. is this is what people. This is the problem, though. It's this is this Manning still around. This is why taking <laughs> this is it enough.
2: Elway. Come on, this is
1: why taking Drew Brees. This is why taking a quarterback in the first round, if you don't, and this is why I supported the Falcons not taking Fields last year. If you are not going to play the guy right away, it is it sucks because yeah. like Jordan Love yeah. gets one year, and if he shows anything, the fifth year option is like twenty million bucks. Yep. And then you got, you know, you have to make that decision. Whereas everybody compares him to Rodgers. When Rogers was drafted by Green Bay, his initial contract was five years, seven million. Right, right. That like you had so much more team control back then. Oddly, right now. The, all the edges in the front half of the first round. Back then, in the back half of the first round, quarterbacks were relatively cheap. Um, let's get Nora out on this. Okay. okay. So you wrote an article right before the season I thought was really good. I, you know, talked talked with you about it. It was it was a lot of fun. You wrote an article called The NFL's Empathy Gap.
2: dead did.
1: And it was very curious. You interviewed me because obviously I'm like this cold, heartless analytics guy, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And and I, I I want to bring George into the conversation because I do think George is a cold, heartless analyst. I don't know guy. if I yeah I didn't wear the at the uniform today yeah. of that Well but. Of,
2: of double acid wash
1: and an homage to
2: Kevin Clark uh, yeah. sport coat. But
1: so so we were talking this over and I I came you were so I think that there's an interesting aspect of in football it is a really hard game to build a roster of 53 players who are co who are coexisting well right and so we always think of individual moves. Like I think of the Orlando Brown move as a negative EV move for the chiefs, but your quarterback, you get such positive EV because this contract's so simple. What do you think about this idea of like making humongous plus EV bets and then being okay with negative EV bets sort of on the perimeter to sort of like round the edges off. And do you think even we're even that good at specifying them, George? Like, you know, like it's interesting. So, I think the problem is ascribing, to your point,
0: our certainty around um, the expected value of a bet. Yeah. And so, like, I think about this a lot, actually, with our company and PFF. Like, as our company, we're making bets on things every day. Right. Like, what are we going to do? And there are some bets where the expected value may be negative, but because of the ends of the, you know, the distribution, Mm -hmm. like you make that bet because there aren't any other bets out there that have that high of a potential outcome. Right. And so I think it's a little bit different in football where there's some more like interplay there and you're hoping that maybe there's a negative EV in a, in a vacuum, but then in our ecosystem, like it can be positive EV. I have a little harder time with that, a better time with, look, sometimes you got to take swings mm-hmm. and in our culture and what we do, we give ourselves a little bit better of a chance than the market to get the right side of so
1: that. So Nora brought up some like really good examples in the article. I think the one that I wanted to bring up was drafting Jalen Hurts because we all like sort of think about drafting Jalen Hurts was such like a, pl- a good move, right? Drafting a quarterback that high with that kind of pedigree, but at the same time, it hurt the most important. Like in a weird way, you knew what Carson was like. And he was the most important player on your team. And it hurt him in ways that, like, guys like you and I are not measuring, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, I thought that was a really good example because it it, it does sort of, like, show you how kind of, like, non-independent things are in the NFL.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the Hurts one was a great move because Carson went sticks.
2: Well, and also because, by all accounts, Hurts – is a guy, or I guess this is maybe the flip side of of why there were complications stemming from that move. Although I agree with you, I think the the Eagles are probably all things considered happy they didn't didn't hitch themselves to Carson Wentz even further. But the thing that they didn't see coming was that Hertz was going to go into that locker room and just everyone was going to (laughs) want to be around him all the time. And sometimes I think football sometimes I think it's it's a hindrance to look at football like just life and and like we sort of have experiences that are analogous to what NFL players and teams are going through because sometimes it's just a completely different like these are aliens. Sometimes they're not though sometimes it's just sort of like you have to make Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers feel important and wanted. And if you don't, it can cost you millions of dollars and multiple wins a season.
0: And that's so I agree 100%. I think there's two things that I bring up there. The first is like, what are you doing there? There are multiple solutions to like accomplish that end. Yes. Right. And so like, and
2: I think a lot of them are free is the thing. And
0: that's kind of my point. Like I would, I would question what is wrong with your leadership if they're going? The only way for us to make this guy happy is to make this is to is to move. sign Randall Cobb. Right, <laughs> right. You know, the, <laughs> the problem the problem was not okay. signing Randall Cobb. It's that Brian Buccos like couldn't have a conversation. Hey, Randall with Randall Cobb anybody. was okay. He was yeah, okay. But but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think it, that that is a sign of like actually maybe a, another problem somewhere yeah. else, right? Um, and that to me is the interesting thing. The other one is, I agree. Like we don't know a lot about some of the intangible things that we do know are important. right? And so what people, so the default is we go, hey, we know these things are important. We know culture is important. And so I'm assuming that the team making this decision knows his culture is going to be great or like yeah. his, you know, personality is going to be great or whatever it is. The fact of the matter is they don't know. Yep. So really what you have to do is build in more of an error in your projection as opposed to more certainty and like the team knows what they're doing
1: and that's and that's the whole thing I think it's like you got it the big enough decisions are such that the right answer is contained in the confidence interval paying Patrick Mahomes 500 million over 10 years when you have all the outs that they have there isn't there aren't that many universes if you simulate it 10,000 times where that's a bad move right there are there are these moves on the border where it's like 2% either way mm-hmm. and life could change. You could have a pandemic. You have all this plus or minus 5% puts you in the black or, or the yeah. red. And, and so those moves, I think maybe you and I are maybe, and we maybe should be, that's our jobs, but what you and I are more critical of when in reality, like those are the ones where it's just kind of like, if it makes everybody more happy, then maybe that's a, 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 a you know, or, or makes things smoother. Maybe that's just something you have to write off. Yeah. You got to be careful not to, you can get very nihilistic like quickly with that right where it's like
2: well fuck
0: we know nothing and like nothing matters it's like we do know some things and like we should be we should still pay attention to those things right
1: yeah
2: i think the thing is is that usually this is a communications question usually the moves the actual moves that you're making probably on the whole make them cold hard and calculated the i think one of the problems is that those moves are being even communicated to players in a way where people will look someone in the eyes and basically say, like, you are a negative EV move for us. No one wants to hear that. It's not a good way to do business. The moves can ostensibly be the same. I do think that there are examples where if you are the Jaguars, I'm really not going to have an issue with them overpaying for a couple guys because you have to get out of the toilet. Okay. You have to do something where people are going to feel better about being part of So you're of it.
0: talking about in free agency?
2: Free agency, yeah. What or about like overpaying
0: can... for Travis Etienne? Because, like, th- I think this is a good example. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're making Trevor Lawrence happy. Well, thank God he was happy this year. Because right. imagine if he wasn't yeah, happy. Like... I'm but Shit. I'm also not
2: sure that that's true, right? Like, ooh was Trevor Lawrence measurably happier because Travis Etienne was around right. or would Trevor Lawrence have been measurably happier if they yeah. had a better team or, or, a better that's, team? My, or an, that's or, an, or the a coach
0: point. for the clue part of your yeah. job part of your job as a leader and this is why it's tough this is why you pay leaders more money right is because like this is why this is why being president of whatever country or whatever is so important because you have to be able to make decisions that people are not going to say not every decision you make, people go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's a great idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of the times you're going to have people who are very valuable, who's, pr- whose opinion you really care about, who are going to go, I'm not sure I see why you made this decision. You have to go, look, I know that. Let me talk you through it. Let me explain why I did it. I am trying. We both have the same goal. I'm doing my job. I'll explain it to you. That is the thing that's probably missing. Now it's easier said than done to have that conversation with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers when they're like legitimately your superior and like own your football team. But
2: well, and also because there are there are some competing incentives here, right? Like you can get, for instance, like Howie Roseman can get actually a decent amount of points from us, from people yeah. in the public, for saying quarterback factory. You know where he's not getting points for saying quarterback factory? In yeah. the quarterback's yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. You can make certain elements happy and other elements unhappy, yeah, yeah. and you kind of gotta have those right. priorities and, straight. And it's very easy to overvalue my tweeting. Oh, how smart! It's the most important position in sports. Right. Like blah 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 blah, and then a couple of years later, you got a big problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a penny rich, pound poor sort of like approach where you earn you earn the respect of people in the media, but you lose it. With the player who's the most important to your team, and and like you even wrote, you wrote about McVay and golf too, which right. ultimately McVay gets the last laugh here. Totally, but, but but like even then, you know, taking a step back, McVay admitted right that he he didn't handle the communication the best, and and probably he didn't handle the final communication the best because he didn't handle the communication with this quarterback for years all that well, right, right? And and. You know, and maybe, and maybe it, from all accounts, I was just watching the games, but McVeigh and, and Stafford maybe had a better relationship as a result of learning from that.
0: There's also nothing wrong with admitting that and like getting better, no. getting better, yeah, just trying yeah. to get better at it, <laughs> right? Like,
2: I mean, and it's also it's not that it's not hard, right? Like, and we're all people, and I think we can all admit that sometimes the things that bother us are silly and very small. But like, I covered the Patriots when Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time was very upset about not being named Patriot of the week. You know, like <laughs> these things just happen. Yeah. And it's kind of like, when, I, I don't know how you train for it, but you also do you think, aren't doing the right thing by sort of pulling the wool over and being like Patriot of the week. Couldn't let's close. Matter. Let's close on this one. I, I love talking about Patriot time. of the week. You're that's, all Patriots. Of the week. I was
0: going to say, I'm, I'm
1: still striving uh, to be Patriot. Uh, I've never won it. Um, here, here's, Let's close on this because I stress of the week though I, I actually, locked. God damn it! <laughs> um, I, do you think that the Patriots winning? There's So much angst in your outfit, I can feel it.
2: What is if, if double denim is a Canadian tuxedo? What's, what's double, double acid, acid wash? wash?
1: You guys, good for you. God. Luckily, I'll, I'll be able to change This our podcast party.
2: is electric. It is. It,
1: it is. is. I, it is probably yeah. Our so, our
0: podcast, Rooster Stone, is literally yeah. having an. I don't even get my last
1: there. question. Okay. Do you think Do you think the Patriots being able to win and win Super Bowls, inside of just like the 2019, 2018 team, the quarterback wasn't happy, right? Like that team was. Do you think that's like the the last like mind fuck that Bill Belichick did on the whole league was winning Super Bowls without like without even having that like culture that was so uh, characteristic of the team you know what I mean
2: so they had a certain type of culture even though Brady was ticked yeah. and he was decreasingly ticked as that season went on because they were winning and they okay. were good like the the off season before I mean yikes yeah right but winning does sort of cure all all ills and then I, I think they because of the incentives of playing there right it's not necessarily like culture does not have to be we're gonna give you a hug and a chocolate chip cookie it can be you are going to raise your profile you can make more money off the field you can sell t-shirts to everyone in boston like there's a lot of good to be gained by playing here and you're gonna you're gonna know why you're doing it um and i think they really benefited from that okay but I don't know that it was necessarily like it It's just a different way of doing things. I will say that I think one thing that they tend to have going for them is people sort of know there's not always a lot of friction about sort of like what your role is. Mm-hmm. People tend to kind of know what they're supposed to do and at least why they're doing yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Good point. So it wasn't the weed brownies that Belichick made. <laughs> So we thought was, That's what I was trying to get. I was... Does Patriot of the Week get like an acid wash shirt that says Patriot of the Week? <laughs> this was our podcast. Thank you so much. Those of you that made it through and listened. Uh, Nora, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Absolutely.
2: This really was a, a pleasure. This is delightful. We'll do
0: a sequel, Joe Millionaire podcast coming up. I'm going to watch it.
2: I'm going to go watch it. I'll, I'll let you guys know how We'll it be
0: back with you on Sunday. Thank you for hanging out. Peace.